Welcome to the shit show. Today's sponsor is Manscaped, the only man's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. If you want to prevent your partner from coughing up pubes for the second, third, or fourth sexual activity of the day, hit up manscaped.com. And this week, if you use shit show as the promo code, you will get 20% off and free shipping. Check it out at manscaped.com. And a very special thanks to all of our patrons who have donated on patreon.com slash shitshowpodcast. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the shit show. Today we have some podcast and music royalty in the house. From the podcast Feeling Good with Duddy and also singer of the Dirty Heads, we got Duddy B in the house. What's up, doggy? What up? Not much, man. How you guys doing? Good. Living the dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm liking your vibes and the, like your little background there. You got, a, you got a nice little vibe going on. You know what? It's funny because, uh, you know, it's not like I can go out to a store right now and like go shopping for new stuff. So I pretty much just threw together rando old shit that was in the Dirty Heads warehouse. Oh, really? <laughs> and I threw it in the corner. And then I, and then I aimed a camera at it. <laughs> Dude, it fits. It works. It definitely it's works. Not, it's, it's not bad. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the old tiki thing We're, going. Yeah. Are you, are you in Orange County right now? I am. I'm in Huntington Beach. Very nice. Were you out there protesting with all the other kooks? Absolutely wow. not. Wow. Dude. Thank God. Wow. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, from, I'm from like uh, Mission Viejo, so down in that area. And so, I, you know, obviously that area is very right wing. And so I know a lot of people that were actually out there like protesting. I'm like, guys, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I know people that were out there. You know, it's like, uh, it is what it is. It's just, it's not for me, man. so what's going on with your show right now what's happening with uh everything in quarantine right now like what how has it affected you guys uh well obviously you know with the band not touring you know that's a huge one for us because you know that's probably i'd say 70 percent of our income you know annually's probably our touring and obviously the summer tour i feel like for most bands is like your big one you know so you kind of count on that one all year so that's a bummer um but going through that just you know just like everyone else is so um we're just we're just becoming used to live stream life we just did our first uh like 30 heads live stream set last friday and that was kind of like our trial run to see what we can do and it was great so yeah we're just kind of you know cuz i feel like that's going to be like that for a bit you know musicians yeah, yeah. you know people uh you know that performers especially in bands like you know mine and yours who are their larger crowds most of the time it's like we're going to be the last ones let back out you know yeah, I see that. Now, when those you do those live things, do they're, are they just live, or do they stay online for like 24 hours, or do they stay online forever? Or do you have to be there to watch it live, or you're kind of screwed? So the one we did last Friday was, I believe it's still up, and you can watch it forever. But um, I don't know when or you know the company actually, but I've heard it. It's starting to be a thing now where they're, they're going to be growing to where it's like you pay for a ticket. You want to watch oh. the live stream, it's 10 bucks. You know, and yeah. then you get to log on and you get to watch the show. And then when the show's over, it's gone, just like an actual concert, you know? So I kind of remember mean, $10 tickets almost. Right? I, think my, I think I paid for Metallica 15 bucks when I was like 16. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I remember going to all the like little like local punk rock shows and yeah. shit. Yeah. We're five bucks, 10 bucks. Oh, those days are gone. <laughs> Long gone. Long gone. I- at Chain Reaction. Do you ever go to Chain Reaction? Oh, buddy? my God. I did. I went one time, and I never went back. <laughs> that place is a total dump. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget. My brother's band, actually, was HB Surround Sound. They, they were playing a show there, and uh, we rolled up with a bunch of friends, and we, and we didn't know. We knew it was like a place where definitely like younger people would go and whatnot, but we still thought like normal show. You can go and you know, have some beers or whatever, and we go up to the bar, and they're like, no, this is just a candy bar. There's no alcohol here. You what? can buy candy. And then behind it, it was literally just a whole wall of candy and like sodas and shit like that. That was it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> Meanwhile, it literally looks like a whorehouse inside. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's just trashy and like so, it's just so grungy. And Is it still you know, around? Yeah. Yeah, I believe I it is. Yeah, I haven't heard about it closing. So I feel like that's something that we would hear about. Next to the Doll Hut. This the, is all in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. I remember the Doll Hut. <laughs> These are all places I think, like, you know, punk bands used to play back in the day. Like, it was, they're very well known places, but now they've just kind of, you know, gone yeah. d- down, the, down the pipes. 
Yeah, no, my brother's band played the Doll Hut a few times. I remember that, going there and watching that. <laughs> That's fucking funny. So, so you guys are literally doing a new album every, or not a new album, but you're, you're playing an album every single week, right, for these live streams? We're going to do them every other week. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so we're just going to go like chronological order, start with any port in a storm, and we're not going to play the whole albums, but you know, we're going to pick you know, seven to ten, I don't know, like, tracks that we feel like playing acoustic, and we're just going to you know, do each, each album. And, uh, yeah, we're just thinking of new ways, things that we can do, keep busy, keep, you know, out there relevant and, uh, keeping the fans happy. And, you know, we're, we're even thinking about doing one where maybe we just set up like a little electronic setup for the guys in the back and me and Jared just do like a full hip hop set or something, you know, like funny stuff like (laughs) that. So we'll see how it goes. That would be badass. I mean, you gotta, it takes a lot of practicing to dust off some of those songs, I'm sure, yeah? Dude, that's what we were talking about. Like, we were like, man, we're actually going to be much better musicians after this quarantine because we're actually <laughs> going back and like practicing. We're like nitpicking little parts and trying to come up with stuff where it's like when you're constantly touring and then when you're done touring, you're just in the studio writing and then you tour again and write, you, you kind of just get so set in that way. And like, you're just like, here's the part I play. Keep going. Oh, play that song. No, we haven't played that song in years. We're not fucking playing that song, you know? Like, <laughs> so, but to, to go back and like dig deep and like remember all the little parts you forgot or add cooler parts. Yeah. So it's been fun. I bet yeah, that's funny. Trippy. Like, we'll do like yeah. a meet and greet, and you know, usually we'll like play. People will you know give requests, and they'll request a song, and we're like, oh, Mike is like, oh, I don't even remember the lyrics of the song. And it's like, Dude. <laughs> I'll give it's a, funny. A big more shout out more times than not, I feel like that's how it goes. They request a song, and I'm like, <laughs> I would butcher the fuck out of that right now if I tried to play it. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of us singers for like looking at lyrics. You know, some of the older bands they have like a, a prompt teleprompter up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But when you have that many songs, you just sometimes you can't remember it all. You know, it and I I'll never forget like uh one of the last times I saw Beastie Boys, um like every other song, they were just like like one of the guys would just totally like forget his verse and they'd be like looking at each other, but they would just keep going and they'd be laughing and whatever. And it was like, it almost made it better. It was like, this is great. These guys, yeah. have, how many fucking songs do these guys have? You know, they're going right. to forget some lyrics sometimes. And then the crowd just goes in, starts singing them and then they catch back on and you're like, fuck yeah, who cares? <laughs> they're singing along with the crowd. <laughs> so the crowd totally. singing along with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking That's rock great. and roll, man. <laughs> That's great. What about the podcast? Like, uh, so you guys started uh, feeling good with Duddy about a little over a year ago, right? Yeah, we started a little over a year ago, and uh, we were doing it out of a studio, and um, it kind of just started, just spur of the moment. Started recording some episodes and and putting them out, and uh, it just really started to grow quicker than we thought. Like, it just had a nice organic grow to it. And we built like a little community, and then uh, you know this coronavirus happened and the quarantine and the studio had to kind of shut its doors for a bit till you know who knows when so we started kind of doing it on our own and during that we kind of started not seeing so eye to eye with the with the studio and you know we decided to go our separate ways and unfortunately they they weren't they didn't want to release the old server to us and uh instead of just having some drawn out battle we just said well we'll just start a fucking new server and that's what we did and we just kept going so that's where we're at now you know no is what it is like i don't we don't hate anyone over there we wish them the best but it just it wasn't the best for us to stay there so we moved on and now we're just doing it ourselves and we're having a great time with it yeah we talked to cheese he said he was on the show had a good time Oh yeah, man. Cheese was actually our our very first guest we had yeah, on. Yeah, that's what he uh, said. Man, that episode still is like one of my favorite episodes. It was just so great because me and Cheese have you know we've been very tight and we've toured and done a lot together. Look at I forgot to put "Do Not Disturb" on, so I'm getting dings in my fucking computer. Sorry. Don't <laughs> worry, it's the, it's the shit show, man. We yeah, we, don't worry. We expect it. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, so we have so many like great stories together. And then I, he also knows embarrassing shit about me and vice versa. So it was great for us to just be able to banter back and forth for a bit, you know? Yeah, we went down to his house in Newport, did a show on his front porch, and he was telling us some good stories. So it was pretty fucking funny. You did a show with Cheese on his front porch? Oh, yeah. Yes. At his house a in shit Newport. Show? The shit yeah. show. What? Jimmy's actually friends, Jimmy's oh, friends, friends with, with Cheese. Cheese. Oh, shit. So, yeah, we went down there. Got Fuck, I wanted to go swimming, but we didn't go swimming, you yeah. know? <laughs> But that yeah, we saw so on the front good. porch. We had airplanes going over us and shit, and fucking. Oh, we had some good stories. Just a great time. <laughs> he's he's an easy guy to talk to. Yeah, he's really he's easy. so fun. 
This is right before you guys fun. released Supermoon. So he like sat us down and like we were we were about to leave. And he's like, "Wait, I want to show you guys some music." And then it just we were there for like five hours. It was awesome. <laughs> he, he played he played Supermoon, your album, before it came out, and oh, it was nice. like it was so. Oh, that's sick. right, huh? Did he happen that? to uh, Did he happen to like play you any guitar solos and stuff? He did not. Not. I didn't even know he played guitar solos. So he sent me a picture on stage. I think with you guys. And I'm like, "Who's that?" He goes, "It's me." I'm on stage with Thirty Heads. I go, "What?" Fucking <laughs> no, he's he's actually a really good guitar player, but that's one of the funny things. I always laugh at him. I'm like, every time you got someone come over, you grab your guitar, you crank your amp up to fucking twelve, and just <laughs> listen to this tone. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah, he's either doing a guitar solo or showing you some sort of porn. He was telling us some good stories about uh, meeting people naked, you know, and just dude, we laughed our asses off for a long time. Yeah, no, that's actually like our, how we met. Our first time I met him, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I went to his house for to meet him for the first time. And, you know, a girl opened the door and she's like, cheese is in the shower. You know, there's a pool table over there or whatever. You guys can go hang out there. And me and Jared were just hanging out like playing pool. And I got tackled from behind uh, by naked, by wet, big, naked, naked. wet cheese. <laughs> he's not Never a small guy either. <laughs> no, he's a large man. <laughs> See, that's great. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was this quote? He said he's like, I'm hung like a hamster, but I got the balls of an ox or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. He he has very he has very large balls, but he, he, <laughs> he we call it he's got a pork push pin. That's what his wiener looks like. Shout out to cheese. Shout out to cheese. <laughs> that guy's absolutely insane. I love yeah. him. So what's no. next for like you guys do a taping every every week and then you guys release on, on the on the podcast every Wednesday is that what you guys are d- been doing? That's what it was, you know, for the first um you know when we were with the with the studio still. We were doing that. That was kind of the schedule because, you know, I was touring a lot still and um you know to get down to the studio and get the whole team together and a guest and everything like to try and get more than one out a week was a lot, you know, and I didn't want to like disappoint and miss schedules, but now it's like we got nothing but time, so we're kind of just putting out like two episodes a week. We're trying to do Wednesday and Friday, and then we're also releasing an extra episode every week just on our Patreon page as well. So we're trying to just pump them out, and that way, if I do miss one, I don't feel bad. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we push yeah, it on we, Chris right here. Chris, uh, yeah, puts our stuff together and releases them for us. So nice. We much appreciated, Chris. Yeah, no, it's nice. We definitely, it's just right now, yeah, it's me and my brother, and then we have uh, one of our friends, uh, Gentle Giant. I'm sure you guys have seen him around shooting shows or whatnot. Um, he's helping yeah, us yeah. with, like, the back end, like, the getting all the socials and all that taken care of. So, yeah, it's, it's good to have that guy on your team. <laughs> Having a podcast is quite a, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. People think, oh, you just turn on a mic, and then that's it. But no, it there's so many things but, that, that go, yeah, you for you, Jimmy. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just I, I turn my computer on, sign in. It's fucking work. <laughs> I mean, what if you forget your password? What are you going to fucking do? Right? Fuck, see? This is fucking... Man. I'm to the point now where I know Jimmy's cough from the waveform in Pro Tools. I don't even need to hear it anymore. I take blood pressure pills, so I cough like a motherfucker. Oh, man. At least it's not the corona cough. That's all good. <coughs> see? I learned how to mute like it. That. I learned how to mute it. <laughs> yeah, this is... This, uh, podcast shit's a lot of responsibilities for sure well it's you know at first you're like oh this is so fun like i just gonna do a couple episodes but then you realize you're like oh man it's to consistently put them out every week you have to be on top of it you know it's a job for sure yeah it's a job it is and like right now i can be riding my bicycle down to the bar you know <laughs> <laughs> to the bar which bar i got a bar right down the street from me i ride my bicycle down there get hammered everybody <laughs> asked me that yeah, if you does. go down there, yeah, if because, you order food, you can sit there and drink all day as long as the food's sitting right in front of you. Oh, I love it. It's Nor. It's that NorCal life, man. He's oh, in. Boy. He's Uh-oh. in NorCal. Yeah. So Jimmy, you're in NorCal, Jimmy. So I'm in the Bay Area. We have a lot of, we have Actually, a lot of listeners I met, I met you guys with Cheese at the Concord Pavilion or Sleep Train Pavilion, where they call it in Concord. Oh, the Sleep Train, I believe. Yeah. I was there on my on the Harley with one of my other club brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember you guys. You guys came up on the bus for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, good to see you again. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. <laughs> he was the guy that was drinking all of your red wine, I'm sure, on the bus. Oh, I was man. probably drinking something. You know yeah. what? We get we got plenty on there now. It's so funny because we always laugh about it like, yeah, I'm getting dings again. I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, on our bus, like, dude, 
booze didn't last on the bus. Like you, you got whatever you got that night. It was pretty much gone. And, or if there was something left in the morning, maybe a couple rando beers or whatever. But like now it's like, there's barely anyone's fucking drinking much anymore. By the end of the tour, it's like, you get these five bottles, you get those eight. Like, <laughs> so when people yeah. come on and they're like, Oh, I don't want to drink all your shit. We're like, please drink the fucking shit. We can't even fit it in the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I know most of you, uh, some of some of you guys are sober on on the on the tour, yeah. Well, Jared's the like, only one Jared who's actually is. like completely sober. Um, I mean, we all still drink. The rest of us, we'll, we're at least having maybe you know a, a couple drinks at night, but we're not staying up till five, six in the morning, just fucking till all the booze is gone, like we used to. Like we, <laughs> he's like I was. That was actually me though. Two nights ago, when I talked to you the other night, Drake actually, I called. I was like, the next day, I was like, oh man, I should probably let him know. I was fucking hammered. I didn't even notice because I probably was too. Oh man, I uh, I had one of those days where it was just like it was so nice out, and I'd been keeping so busy that I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna fucking do anything today. And I just sat in my backyard in my pool with like my kids and like just like ate, and I just like drank fucking all day and got way too much sun. And I'm a <laughs> pale fucking dude, so when I get that much sun, dude, it destroys me. I feel you on that. Fuck. Yeah. Straight cracker over here. Oh, totally. <laughs> Yeah. How is it having kids during quarantine? Like, I mean, you're always on tour, so it's probably really nice to be at home with them. But do they are the kids getting a little insane? Like, do they want to leave the house or what's going on? You know, I'm pretty lucky. My kids are my kids are awesome. Um, they've been getting along for the most part. You know, I, I, could, <laughs> I have a 12 year old daughter, so she's at the age though where it's like, man, a 12 year old girl like at that like you need your girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like you need friends. So it's like I could tell she's getting to the point where she's like. Fuck, I just want to hang out with my friends so bad. <laughs> She's entertaining her eight-year-old brother, you know what I mean? So they've been doing good for the most part. But yeah, I, I could definitely start to see signs of, you know, especially my daughter of just like, dude, I'm fucking over this. <laughs> that, yeah, well, they got Zoom and all that stuff now, too, so all the kids can talk, which is, which is cool. We didn't have that shit when we were a kid. Dude, but. I was telling them, that I was like, you don't know how lucky you are you're quarantined right now. Like, if we were quarantined back when I was a kid, I'd have been, we would, what would you have done, dude? Mail your friend a letter? <laughs> yeah, it would have been insane. So, yeah, they, they definitely have been doing, like, the Zoom little parties and talking. And my son's been, like, playing video games with his friends and shit. So at least they have that. That helps. That's cool. Have you gone, have you gone to the beach? We won't tell anybody. No, I, I actually haven't. I haven't done the beach thing, but we've been like riding our bikes all over, like you know, going to like parks and shit, and you know, doing that. You have to, man. You know. Yeah, we got to get outside. I got to get those kids out. Well, are hiking trails and stuff down by you all closed down? I hear some places in LA there are. Um, I've heard some of like the major big ones are closed, but there's like some places around, like uh, actually over by Cheese's house in that back bay. There's like an amazing trail right there, and from what I've heard, that thing's still open. So, yeah, up here, pretty much everything's open up here. I mean, everything. It, we have no real lockdown. I mean, pretty much nothing up here. No, man, it's wild. Like, everything's shut down here, man. Like, except for grocery stores, pretty much. It's, it's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. There's a, lot of, there's a lot more traffic out. I'm in L.A., and there's a lot more. I live right on Sunset. And so for the past month or so, it's been really light. Where it's Usually it's busy as shit. But now uh, it stopped. It slowed down for a lot. And now... This week, it's there's Starting like to back pick up. to normal. You know yeah. what? I will say, I had to drive to Anaheim right before I came here, and it was, it was not traffic. I'm not saying that, but it, I it definitely there was more cars on the road than there has been in the last you know few weeks. I did notice that. I'm definitely noticed this last week. Yeah, Americans are over it. They just want to like go out and live their life. Yeah, because we want freedom. Because we're Americans, yeah. America. We got shit to do. We yeah, do you think they're do. gonna have? I think they're going to have drive-through uh, concerts, like drive-in shows. Have you seen that, Duddy? I've heard about this. Uh, in Europe. Yep, where you you just got to stay in your car. And then it was funny, uh, Mike Sutherland was over here. He actually helped us with the sound of the um, for the live stream we did. And we were talking about it. He's like, so what would I like be doing? Fucking sound from my car or something? I get a picture <laughs> of having like a sound booth in the car. Just... <laughs> People want to get out. People want to see it. You see the drive-through strippers up in Portland? What? Yeah, what? you drive through and there's fucking strippers on poles. You throw them dollars out your Stop. window. I swear to God. Stop. Stop. That is amazing. I just posted on Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm you thinking know about what? taking a drive up there. That makes sense now because I think I saw like an Instagram post or something where the guy was in the drive-through and he was and he was and I just figured it was one of those like you know coffee houses where the chicks are. 
Oh, the Pink their, Panthers. You know, yeah. I just thought it was something like that, but it's actual like strip club drive through. Yeah, there's poles. You roll up for a minute, watch them dance, throw as much money as you want, then drive off. I mean, kind of fucking genius. Fucking yeah. A, I would do this. It's like, come on, it's like safer for the girls, you know, like safer yeah, for no everyone. touching. The girl's like six foot away. Dude, fucking all day. Win win. <laughs> genius. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done uh, uh, the, the the ice bath thing, Jared? I saw that he was always doing that, like every single day on your guys' last tour. Did you? It's the ice. You just yeah, get, yeah. Take a giant ice bath. Right? I have. I've done the ice bath uh, a few times. I was doing it on what? that last summer tour with Jared. Um, it, you know, obviously he I just, he convinced me to try it a few times. It, I'm not gonna lie, man. You get out of that thing and you're like, woo. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it does. It wakes you up. It makes you. It does definitely makes you feel good afterwards. But that first time I got in, though, man, it, it'll it take the breath out of you. I How long were you in there for? I did. Uh, I think my first time I did two minutes, and then like <laughs> by the last time, I think I did it four or five times, and I think my my longest I went was like three minutes. That's a fucking long time. It's a long time, man, and it, it goes by slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How long's it been? How long's it been? Four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure no girls are around because I'm gonna have a stack of dimes. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Oh fuck. Yeah. I did a cryo chamber once for about I think it was like sixty seconds, and it was terrifying because it was one of the ones where you are in an enclosed chamber, so even your head is inside. Oh shit. And it's like, I don't know, negative 100, 200 degrees or something. It's a fuck, man. Your body goes into a state of like shock and it th it's thinking it's dying. So everything in your body, all the receptors are firing. Ding, 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 ding. And so that's like, that's the purpose of it. It's supposed to like make your body, f like any inflammation you have or any issues that you're having with your body, it's supposed to like attack them. And Minus wow. 100? I think that's colder than my ex-wife's heart. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, the first and second. <laughs> no, yeah, I've never tried one of those, but I've I've heard of those things, man. That sounds intense. So, uh, what what made you guys have a podcast, and how did you decide? I mean, obviously, your your podcast is called Feeling Good, so your goal is to make everybody feel good when they listen to it, which is the exact opposite of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just kind of like Feeling going drink. with the. Obviously, I figure like starting up the podcast, you know, our main listeners are probably going to be fans of the band. Um, and, you know, it's like our music's kind of feel good music. And then a song that I had written not too long ago that um, was one of the fan favorites on, on the album was just called Feeling Good. So I kind of just ran with that, like feeling good with Duddy. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just work. It's, it's very similar to your show. It's very lighthearted. There's not really much of like you know, subject. We're just kind of shooting the shit and ranting and, and whatnot. So it's just kind of lighthearted. But then we always try to throw in like some sort of like tip or, or some something that'll make you feel good, you know, or just something to inspire you to work harder or do something you've always wanted to do that you haven't. So that's kind of like the, we leave you with that, like a little tip to feel good, you know? Okay, give us a tip right now. Give, give us a good tip for the shit show. A good tip for the shit show. Oh, man. <laughs> right? Damn, right on the spot. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> That was bad. That was, that was terrible. We could edit that part out. No, no. You know what? Uh, I will say this. Uh, a great tip for people out there right now, man. If you want to start your day out by just feeling absolutely amazing, get something done the day before or the night before that you had been wanting to fucking do for so long and didn't do it, and then just finally fucking do it. And that next day when you wake up, you're going to be like, oh my God, I fucking did it. It's the best way to start your day. I swear. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Damn, oh. that just you just gave me like some motivation right there. Yeah, dude, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's because I, I noticed that, man. Every time I fucking like, you know, stay up like way later than I was planning, just prodging on something that I've just been putting off, and you get it fucking done and you're stoked, and you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Do you know what yeah. I did the other day like that? <laughs> I go, you know what? Tomorrow night, I want my famous spaghetti that I make, but it's always better the next day. So I made it the other night, and then I had it for dinner the next day, and it was fucking amazing. Right? And then you're like, all that work I put in the day before, I'm right? fucking right now, I get to enjoy it. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty good, Jetty. <laughs> Hell yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> and so your your brother, Jake, um, that's pretty cool that you guys get to work together every single day, like on the podcast. And you guys have a really good 
like vibe going and you guys seem to work together really well has everything have you guys had any weird hiccups or anything like with the show with each other or like brotherly hate at all <laughs> no actually between me and him it's been very smooth you know we did have some hiccups and some things when we were working with the other team um you know that we just didn't see eye to eye on exactly that was some of the reasons that we we just t- decided to part ways but um when i started to want to do the podcast i asked my brother cuz he actually has a show that he's been doing on his own facebook page called the morning ride show and he was he's a barber so every day when he was driving to the barber shop he would do a live show and he and he would leave it on his on his facebook page and i think it's something stupid now where he's got like over 300 episodes up there right now oh shit and wow. uh and he's just really great at just talking and he's funny and he's quick and I, he's pretty knowledgeable on a lot of stuff so i just figured perfect co-host you know no that's perfect hell yeah yeah. Well, speaking of a barber, I fucking need a barber, like, bad. Dude, tell me about it. Yeah, he, we're thinking about uh, setting up a little barber shop in here in this warehouse and, <laughs> and just letting him do a couple cuts here and that, for all of our friends because everyone's looking haggard. <laughs> yeah. Except for Jimmy, who has just no hey. hair. So he's, <laughs> hey. he's safe. I just shaved, I just shaved my beard he's down, safe. too. Don't you guys have a barber shop that you own? or is, is Am I... It's in Indiana. Uh, it's called Kiss, right. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's uh, Cheese. <laughs> I know Cheese owns a, a few of these. It's like a you know he owns a, a couple of them and one of the them massage uh, parlor. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. That's what it right. sounds like. No, <laughs> right? I know. No, but uh, uh, yeah. So he owns a few of those and uh, one of them. Yeah, the Dirty Heads. All the guys had uh, put in and own a small per- percentage of that barbershop. Yeah, or it's That's not cool. a barbershop. It's more of a salon, I guess. <laughs> and the uh, you guys also have some beer too, which I've I had some. Uh, Maddie gave me some of the beer. It's actually very delicious. Yeah, you know it's funny. I'm not like a huge beer guy, and I, I do like beer, but when I drink beer, it's like Coors Light and shit. You know, like I'm yeah. that kind of guy. Um, it's like all like the new IPA like craziness. Like I I I can have a couple sips and then I'm out. Where's my Coors Light? Um, <laughs> so when they when we wanted we linked up with a local. Uh, a local place called Four Sons, and uh, they, they, they offered us a chance to make our own beer with them. And I kind of let, me and Jared were like, you guys run with it. Because Matteo, John John, Dave, and Sean, our keyboard player, they're all really into beers. And they like trying all the new IPAs, and everywhere we go, they make sure we get local IPAs on the riders. So they, they're all about it. So we're like, you guys can go right. ahead and run with this. You're one, the professional. Just, yeah, yeah, you guys got it. So, um... They did, and then when they came back, they're like, yeah, we settled on, like, this pineapple set. I was like, oh, my God. Not only do I not like IPAs, I fucking don't like fruit beers. I was like, great, whatever, you know? So good job, guys. But I tried it, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. It's very light and refreshing, actually, you know? So it, it's good. Like, I can actually have a couple of those on a sunny day. It's nice. That is good. We've been thinking yeah. about, like, trying to start a, getting, getting a beer for this show. Is it, like... Is it worth it, or is it way too much work? I mean, is there even any money involved, unless you sell, like, obviously, a shit ton of units? Yeah, I mean, for us, I mean, for me, it wasn't fucking much work, because I let the guys do it all. (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, I think it was more so, like, a collaboration for the, you know, for the bar, or... um, the brewery, brewery or whatever i should say yeah right. um and you know they're a local brewery and it was just kind of a cool look obviously we didn't have to do much they're gonna do all the brewing they paid for all the packaging they pay for everything you know and it's more just like we we put our name on it the, the guys definitely had a lot to do with the flavor like they, they went and tried all these beers and all, like, all these different fruits and all these things and that's what they settled on so you know i think most of the work came from the the brewery but you know we kind of just back it with our name and help advertise it and all that and have we made fucking millions of dollars off it? No. But for the amount of work we've done and the amount of, it's, it's a fair trade, you know? <laughs> yeah, like we were at, we had a, you saw from Pepper on, and mm-hmm. they do Pepper wine. Yeah. And they gave us some bottles of wine. I'm saving mine for a special occasion. Yeah. Frank that, downloaded we, his as soon as it fucking came to his house. It was gone. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine didn't last like two straw to days. it, fucking done. <laughs> That's so funny. No, I they actually gave me a bottle of theirs too, and I same thing. Mine's still sitting in my fucking yeah. in my cabinet with the wine, and that's like I'm always like I should just drink this. I can just get another bottle, but then part of me's like, no, don't do it. Don't just fucking keep it on cap. See, that's where I'm at right now too. Like it's kind of sentimental now, you know? Yeah. 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 We had some Iration beer, and there was a, a uh, like we all got the, the first batch. We all took way too much, and so. 
But I think mine lasted maybe a little over a month. I had like a whole case of it, and it was really good. But then nice. the other day, I was at Whole Foods. Actually, this was a month ago. I was at Whole Foods, and I saw it in the Whole Foods. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get this. It was literally the most expensive beer in the entire Whole Foods. It was like $24. Damn. Wow. For four cans. And I was like, I'm four not even going to pay for this. Four cans? Yeah. It, was it like better have been fucking keg size. Holy no, dude. shit. <laughs> but here's what's funny. It was like right in the center. It was like it looked it was right in the front. And then I go back like last week after a month and it's still there and it's been pushed off all the way to the side. It's just all the way at the end. And I was like I asked the guy, I was like, Hey, is uh is anyone buying this? He goes, No, it's way too expensive. But he's like, I get twenty percent off and I buy it. So he's just like he's just going through all these uh, all the all the beer right now. <laughs> Just way too expensive. <laughs> That's good. Hey, at least he's buying it. Exactly right. Yeah, right. Yeah, twenty four dollars is a lot for four beers. You're gonna have to have like a you know a, a diehard Iration fan roll in and just be like, oh, oh yeah. shit. Collector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but twenty percent off. Hey, <laughs> there you go. You know, so Duddy, you were doing your you were doing uh, your acoustic tour with Rome of Sublime and with also with Micah Brown of Iration, who we had on the show. Uh, you guys, did you guys have to? You guys had to stop a little early, right? We did. We ended up having to cancel the last half of the tour and uh, uh-huh. and just fly home. And it was really weird because you know how it is, you know, touring. Um, you kind of get in your little bubble of like bus, backstage, you know, show, back to bus, and you you kind of almost lose touch of what's happening outside in the real world a little bit. And you're kind of just zoned into your little thing. And, and we were kind of hearing about this like weird, oh, this virus is out. Dude, people are freaking out. You hear about this, you know, but we weren't really paying attention. We're not watching news and I'm, you know, it is what it is. And then it was like, I feel like I heard about it. And then like that night we heard like, oh no, it's actually like super serious. Like all this shit's getting closed down. And then like the next day they're like, tours canceled. You got to go home. It's like, wow. Oh, fuck. That fuck. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we had to fucking fly home the next day, cancel half the tour. It was a bummer. Yeah, wow. Michael was talking about that when we were interviewing him at, at the Fillmore. Yeah, it was wild, man. We were all just, because uh, we were all talking about the, what was it, Reggae Rise Up that was coming up in Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about that only. We were like, oh, man, I bet that's going to get canceled. Because that was the day after our tour ended. So we were flying there together to do that show. And uh, we were just kind of like, oh, okay, I feel like that show is going to get canceled. Like, they're canceling, like, big, huge festivals and things like that. Like, the acoustic tour, we were playing to, like, five, 600 people. They were smaller, you know? But so great. It was great. It was a lot of fun, man. We yeah. really enjoyed that acoustic tour. We're definitely going to do it again. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're just, like, worried about the reggae rise of getting canceled. And next thing we know, you're like, no, fucking everything is canceled. Go home. And everything is shut down until... I mean, we're hearing about possible Cali roots, right? But now I'm hearing California's not going to allow anything until first of the year. Honestly, yeah, I'd be really surprised if there was any, like, big shows or anything until 2021. I would just be wow. really fucking surprised. Like, our Red Rock show in July just got canceled. Oh. You know, so. <laughs> Yikes. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, I, I go to South Lake Tahoe every year for 4th of July because there's big fireworks and everything, and I have a cabin up there. And I'm just thinking, fuck, I hope they don't cancel that because that's, I've been going up there every year. It's like religiously oh. forever. Hopefully they could do something where they, uh, I don't know, keep people somewhat apart, but let them go up there and still watch the fireworks and shit. Were you going to play July 4th at Red Rocks? We Rock? were actually playing July 5th at Red Rocks, okay. but it got canceled, yeah, just recently. Yeah, because Blue, Blues Traveler always does the July 4th show. Yes, that's right. Oh, really? Like, like, Damn, they lost that? Yeah, I used to go there every year. Oh, man, that'd be a picture <laughs> you should have watched. We actually did Blues a couple tracks it. with the Blues Travelers uh, a while back. That yeah, was of course, a- I worked for them for two years or three years. You you worked with them? Is that what you said? Yeah, I was Popper's fucking harmonica tech. Oh my Shut god, up. dude! How do you tech a fucking harmonica? <laughs> Bro, we had we had custom made harmonicas, and it was a big deal. You had to tune them and clean them because they had replaceable reeds in them. It was a whole fucking thing. The dude is fucking wild, man. <laughs> dude, tell me about it. Dude is wild. <laughs> I mean, sh- 
fucking shreds that harmonica and just has the most natural, cool voice. Like he just, he is the real deal musician guy, but fuck, he is Bro, wild. I won't even get into the stories here. I'm going to keep those private. No, you oh, got to tell, can I you got, please tell us? I want to hear, we need to hear John Popper's no, story. No, no, no. I got a John Popper story. <laughs> Let's hear I, it. I got a John Popper t- story and I'll fucking tell it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were in New York, I believe, and we were doing like the morning show. It was like a big deal. And uh, so me and Jared, we agreed to fly out there the day before and do a rehearsal with them because they wanted to play the two songs that we wrote with them and they wanted us to perform it with them. So we're like, cool, we'll fly out. And uh, we flew out the day before to do the rehearsal. We go to the rehearsal space. He does not show up. His band does, you know, and they're all super cool. And even John, was, and it was cool. Like, yeah. Um, Shout out to the band, though. Those guys are like brothers. They're amazing people. I love them. Every death. dude in that band was like the nicest, coolest dude, and they fucking shred. Um, oh, yeah. So we ended up still doing the rehearsal just without John. No big deal, you know, because we're like, we'll get there early tomorrow. They already said that we can do like, you know, a quick little run through of the track with John before we go live. So we're like, sweet. So then we get there in the time for the, the pre-show like run through. John does not show up, right? So we're like, dude, we fucking flew from... We're not getting paid for this. We came to do the song with you guys, and you're like, this is on you. If it fucking falls apart live, it falls apart. (laughs) Um, So we're all sitting in the dressing room, like, waiting, and the dressing room is, like, the size of this fucking little thing I'm sitting in here. It wasn't big. There was, like, a little love seat, you know, and, like, two little chairs, and there's, like, eight of us in there, dude. So we're, like, standing up and chill, like, all (laughs) in there packed, you know, and then fucking... 20 minutes before we're kind of supposed to go on like john rolls in and uh he's got this chick with him who's like a much younger looking girl um (laughs) i don't know he might still be together with her um but he's just like they divorced they divorced okay so surprising um so so yeah uh he just goes he just goes well we're pregnant uh and the look on his band members faces were just like it was the most awkward silence ever. Me and Jared just <laughs> slipped out the room. Just <laughs> yeah, it was wild. <laughs> oh, man. Chris, uh, can you please tell the McDonald's story, please? Oh, please tell me Popper. you're the one that he got angry at for not getting enough sauces. No, that was, that was our boy Omar. Oh, nice. He didn't get enough, uh, enough wings, and the trash can was too small for all the food he had to throw away. <laughs> Shout out to Omar, who's doing really well now, actually. Omar, who used to work with us, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, Omar Alvarado. Well. You know, he's a tour managing like John Cleese and uh, William Shatner now. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. He's got some crazy stories, too. I talked to him recently. No, Omar's, Omar's a good dude. Omar's definitely one of those dudes who it's like, if something needs to get done, he fucking figures out a way. Even if what he has to do is going to suck really fucking bad, he'll go do it. He's one of my favorite tour managers. He rocked that gig. Oh, yeah. And I bet that that's not an easy tour managed gig. Oh my God! You have no idea, man. <laughs> Holy shit! So he would he what were what did he order, Chris, at McDonald's? Come on, spill the beans, Chris. He would order anything and everything, but he would never ever finish anything. <laughs> he would just take like single bites out of like one of like every dish and leave them like strewn across the bed in the back lounge. I always felt so bad for those bus drivers who had to walk in there and clean that up. They were telling me, someone was telling me in this crew, and it might have even been like his tour manager at the time, because we, when we were writing, uh, when we were writing with them, and... Was it a girl? It was a girl, yeah. Pro- Lanny, Lanny Sarah? Yeah, probably. Lanny, that's right. It was, definitely. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me something about how uh, he, when he orders nuggets, like say he orders 20 nuggets and he has to have 20 sauce things, one for each yeah. nugget. <laughs> what? One for each nugget. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a he lot of order honey. The Mick everything. The Mick everything. He would yeah. order one of everything on the menu, basically. Ugh, <laughs> so disgusting. Well, we got to get John on the show, and then when we do have John, we'll have we'll have Duddy here, and then you guys can work out your. your uh... No, we actually got along great. Like it was, it was nothing like that. But I just had a couple, you know, in the short time we had, there was a few things that happened where his band members were just like, "Oh my god," <laughs> and we just me and Jared would just be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. I will say for the record, he was always a sweetheart to me. Totally, he, never, he was a, like yeah. he wasn't a bad dude. Like I said, we got along great, and he was he fucking was so talented, and, I, and the songs we wrote together were amazing. I just happened to catch a couple funny stories along the way. <laughs> What's uh? What songs did you guys write together? 
Oh, there was one. Oh, fuck, now I'm just going to sound like an idiot. There was a, <laughs> the, uh, what is the name of it? Castaway? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, there was Castaway, and then there was... I, I that was one of the stronger songs on that record. That was a good song. Oh, thank you. And now I'm drawing a blank on that other fucking song name, and I'm so sorry for these dings. I can't, I can't even hear the dings. You can't hear the dings? Oh, okay, I can't hear the dings. Perfect. Ding! Ding! But was yeah, that was... performance, did, did that performance go well? Yeah, it was, it was fine, because John's one of those dudes, he doesn't need a rehearsal. Vagabond Blues. Vagabond Blues, that was the other one. Yeah, what, job, um, were there any, uh, we always like to ask our, our music, music guests if they've had any major like fuck-ups on stage, like when things just go completely wrong, everything just fucks up, like you have any good stories to tell? I do, well I, I've told this one on, on, my sh- on my show as well, so it's perfect, it's like this is, this is the show where I realized like, dude, you should not drink before shows. Um, we played a, it was a, we played a show in Austin, Texas at this place called weirdos and weirdos was like, we rolled our bus up to it and it was like just a huge back dirt lot with like, you know, sand volleyball and like little things. But I mean, pretty much just a huge empty parking lot with, but it was dirt. And then they had like this little bar area that was like a, you know, that was the spot and they had set up a stage out in the back dirt area and it was right when we rolled our bus up at like you know 10 in the morning the guy comes uh the promoter comes onto our bus and he's like hey here's the you know waitress lady's uh phone number you can just text her all day whatever you want and and she'll just bring you guys food or drinks or whatever you want all day she'll bring it oh, to your damn. bus We're like that's fucking great that's so fucking beautiful yeah and it was halloween too and uh so it was just one of those days that I don't even know why we just started like kind of having drinks early, earlier than we should have. And like when you should have stopped and probably taken a nap and eaten food for the show, like I didn't, I just kept going and kind of just forgot that I even had a fucking show, you know, like, and then it got to, and Christian was our tour manager. And I, I just remember like taking a shot and just, and right as I took it, like Christian just is like handing me my guitar. He's like, you got to go to the stage now. You have a show. And like, it kind of like clicked. And I was like, Oh fuck! Like like no hammered, and I like <laughs> fucking. They're like pushing me up onto the stage, and I get out there, and like the, the first oh, two no. songs, like I couldn't think of a lyric. I my hands oh, were. No. I was like, where? I I was nowhere to be found, and I was just, <laughs> oh my god. And then like the third song comes in, and I'm like almost starting to be like, okay, like take a deep breath, you know, like what the fuck, and. uh and then I just remember like Christian's grabbing me and he's pulling me off the stage and he's like, dude, the show's fucking canceled, dude. Show's over. You get out of here. The cops are here. And I was just like, yes, fucking yes. So what had happened is cheese story is cheese had came while we were playing and he tried to get backstage where the bus was to come around where the stage was. And the security guard there was like, I can't let you in here. And she's just like, no, I'm their, I'm their manager, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, well, you don't have a pass. I can't let you in, whatever. But apparently the guy was being a smart ass uh, as well. And, uh, and she's just like, if I have to go all the way over there through the front gate and walk all the way back over here, when I get back here, I'm going to punch you in the face. So Cheese fucking does it. He walks and he comes out and he lays the dude out and then him and, and oh, you know, just yes. starts fucking wop wop. And, and then, you know, the, he, the cops get called, the show gets shut down and Cheese is hiding on our bus. And then like, it was this whole thing. But like, I just remember being so saved, but also it was terrible. The show got ended, but yeah, man. And the, I, I swear to God, ever since that show, I mean, and that show was fucking 10 years ago or maybe a Eight. I don't know. It was a long time ago, but I, I do not drink before shows ever again after that. And that I never really night. drank. And I never really drank much before shows before that. Like I would have a, maybe a couple beers or like a cocktail. Then I would have some on stage. But for some reason, that show just got away from me. And I just fucking, I was hammered. And it sucked. <laughs> Damn. Oops. Wait, Saved so, by cheese. So, yep. so he, him just punching the security guard like started a whole Appar- chain reaction? Yeah, apparently it was, then this whole thing started and then the cops got called and the fucking cops came and just shut the whole thing down. Oh my <laughs> God. And we were just like mid like third song or something. Dang, that, that was perfect. Saved perfect. by cheese. Saved. The savior. 
absolutely saved. <laughs> Please tell me there's a video of that. Oh, somewhere you could fucking find brawl. it. I have found some videos of you know me just destroying the. <laughs> <laughs> It happens, man. It happens. Yeah, let let that be a lesson. (laughs) Any young musicians out there, it's much better to drink to celebrate the show afterwards than to fucking drink (laughs) your sorrows away afterwards. Oh, man. We've seen some artists definitely go on stage and plank it down. (coughs) Drink. Oh, my God. Drink. Yeah. Okay, Chris? (laughs) Dinos up there? (laughs) So we have a sponsor like to... Shout in the middle of our shows usually. Do it up. And it goes out to Manscape. Now, do you believe that men and women should take care of their junk, Dad? I, I absolutely believe that. Yes, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a, I went to wax laser and now I'm doing Manscape. I never have done the wax or the laser. What do I do? Yeah, what do you, what do you I, usually like to do? Okay, man, I, mean, I just fucking trim it up. I just trim it up with like a fucking scissor. Whoa! You know, and, then, and then, like, uh, and then that is fucking, some prehistoric shit, right? I, I like trim a it up. Axe blade on it? No, 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 no. <laughs> like you know, just a little trim, trim, and then and then I clean it all up with like a razor afterwards, you know. But like the first initial, like I just get it down, I get it down, and then I fucking you know. And this is only yeah. obviously if I haven't been keeping up like routine, you know. Right. You know, say I, I've gone on a long tour and I just got lazy and I get home. I'm like, all right, I got to clean this up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've just started working with this company called Manscaped. And basically, it's, it's, a ra- it's an electric shaver just for your junk. And you can use it in the shower. It's got a, even a light on it. And nice. uh, it's, it won't clip your balls at all. So that you're not going to be bleeding. You're not going to be, like, you know, screaming in the shower. It's actually it's very safe and we highly recommend one for you. It's got like um, it's got a ceramic and a metal blade, <clears throat> and both of them. So it's you're not gonna get you're not gonna get uh, clipped at all. And it's called the it's called the lawnmower 3.0. So <clears throat> excuse me. So if you're bored in the house, why not play with your balls? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, <laughs> is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. And my favorite yeah. part is this stuff right here. It's called the ball toner. And they have ball deodorant. Does the ball toner like uh, it makes like gives it a tan? That's what I thought. No, too. so <laughs> it's 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 a spray bottle. It's literally a spray bottle. So oh. like, let's say you let's say you had a show. Let's say you had a show and then you wanted to like maybe have a little bit of fun with your lady, but you didn't want to take a shower or there was no shower on the bus or whatever. All you got to do is just do give a little spritz of the balls, and then it's you're gonna smell good. It's got active pH control, so it gets rid of all the stank. That's okay. it. I'm not showering anymore. I now have the ball toner. <laughs> it's settled. <laughs> it's settled. Oh, hey, last year, I was getting waxed a lot. So I took Drake down to get waxed from my, when he was up here in Northern California. He screamed like a little girl. It was great. I mean, it this hurt. sounds fucking painful. It, was, it yeah. is. Yeah. They get your, they, do, they did like your, your, my butthole and my balls, everything. It was, yeah. it was painful. There I mean, was a little bit of blood. If you're going to have them go down there to get your balls, you might as well take care of the butthole at the same time. Everything. Exactly. Full manzillion. <laughs> but now we're, up, <clears throat> now we're on the manscape. So get 20% off in free shipping with the code SHITSHOW. That's one word, SHITSHOW, all caps, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SHITSHOW. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thanks, manscaped. Your balls will thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. well. We got we can uh, we can get you we can get you one of those, Duddy. If you yeah, want. no, I would love one actually. Yeah, they're I highly recommend them. The chicks <clears throat> dig them. I was saying maybe I'll get one. I'll get one for my wife for uh, Mother's Day coming up, and then you know I'll tell her I'll be using that often. Uh, that, right? That's your gift. It's like getting her a vacuum. Yeah. You're kind of using it too by having a clean house. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, we had Yasad on here the other day, and he was telling us uh, of one of these stories about you know he's he's all about tour basting you know the uh, like pranking and everything, and he oh, was yeah. telling us a story where I think they were on tour with you guys. Yes, and I they, were. they had the YMCA guys in it, San Francisco. It was the best tour prank of all time. <laughs> so yeah, it was like during our encore, like last song of the set, which was the last song of the tour. The tour, and yeah, yeah, like the whole tour was over after this fucking song. No more tour, and uh, and just like 
mid-song, I believe it was, just all of a sudden you just saw this this train of dudes, like five or six <laughs> dudes. Just and it didn't take me long to realize what the fuck was happening. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is going down right now. So these five dudes, they take their spots you just all along the stage to just fill up the front, you know, of the stage. In San Francisco. Start, in San Francisco. Yes. And they uh they they were male strippers and they just got butt naked and they oh my god I'll never forget I believe it was the Indi the Indian YMCA guy was right in front of me <laughs> and with his feathers and everything and at one point he just bent down you know like oh, to, to do a little yeah. fucking feather whip but you know I just I got you just got right it. into it just right oh. in the b-hole just spread them right in front of me the craziest part of it though is that these five dudes were paid like male strippers this is what they do so it wasn't weird for them at one point, Brett from Pepper came out mid-fucking stage while they were doing that, and he just pants to the fucking ankle, bent down, and <laughs> spread his butthole to the crowd. I was like, no way! What the fuck? <laughs> that is oh, great. Yeah. We didn't hear that part of the story. Oh, that happened. That was left out. That happened. That was definitely let out. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, we heard you guys going down the road, and I think you guys threw a, a bucket of hot dogs with mustard on them on their windshield. No, oh. that was that was slightly stupid, I think. Oh, that was oh, stupid, okay. huh? Okay. <laughs> we heard a bunch of stories that day. I think we were drunk, too. Oh, yeah. So. Do you guys ever prank anybody, Duddy, like on the road? Yeah, we've done a couple. Not, none of them have been that great. We done done shit. Like I remember one of the first pranks we did was just one of the, even the first tours we did with the Expendables, and uh, and this is like almost a fucked up prank, which is, but you know, when you're drinking and you're fucking young, you're just like, oh, this is hilarious. But they were, you know, they were headlining that tour, and when we were done, we had a long show or long drive that night to go home. So like we had planned like mid their set, we're gonna bounce out of here, you know. Um, so mid set that they were, they were playing their last set, we uh, we like covered their entire windshield with dirty head stickers, and like <laughs> and like all their lock, like all the the door handles and everything, like just covered everything. So like to even just get a key to go in there was gonna be such a fucking mission, and like I don't know how long it took them to get the to get it to where they could even actually fucking drive. Because it, oh, like, it was one of those things that while we were doing it, we were laughing our fucking asses off. And as we were driving away, we were like, was that a little too far? <laughs> <laughs> so did you hear, what did they say about it? This was so fucking long. This was, like I said, one of our first big tours. This was probably freaking 14 years ago. I don't know. I don't even remember. Like, I know they called or something, but they, they were expendables. They weren't even mad. You know, they were just yeah, like, oh. Right. And it wasn't us. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't us. yeah. right. Dirty head stickers everywhere. Yeah, we didn't do it. <laughs> no, but uh, another good prank that was pulled on us was uh, when we toured with Modest Yahoo and... For some reason, Jared, this all tour, he was just like, this is when he was still drinking. And... Uh, he was just like, suck it easy. He kept saying that to everyone. Jared would say that like all weird, like, oh, suck it easy, bro. And it became this thing all tour. So uh, our our very last set of that tour, we go to play our, our first song. And, uh, you know, we just walk on stage. It's all dark. Boom. We're playing. And uh, we're looking at the crowd. And the crowd's just like, they're like looking, but like you could tell they're kind of like looking behind us and like up and they're all like hitting each other and like pointing and we're like, what the fuck? And we turn around and I'm talking fucking huge. Like the whole entire stage as if you bought a humongous fucking banner to cover the whole stage. It was just like a big like white sheet and in red spray paint, huge as you can imagine, just said, suck it easy. That was our backdrop. <laughs> That's so they had fucking done that to us. Yeah, that which I thought was hilarious. Holy shit. And the, meanwhile, the audience is like, what the fuck is fuck, going they on? They don't get it. They're just <laughs> they like, why no does idea. it say suck it easy? What the <laughs> fuck? Is that a new why song? Why does it say suck it easy in bright red <laughs> spray paint? Like, <laughs> Oh, fuck. I have a funny good. story actually about Jeff. And it's actually not funny because I thought this was like going to come back and bite me in the ass. So me and Jimmy did, uh, we were doing some tapings at Cali Roots last year. 
And we had a, the, the main sponsor, who is also a sp- one of our sponsors, Yollybird, they had a whole like tent set up in the back of the main stage. And so we, had, we would have guests come up there. And so Jimmy and I were there for the weekend. So we were there like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We had like a trailer. And it was one of the back units. So there was uh, campsites in front of us. And so Jimmy parked his car next to our trailer. And then a bunch of campsites just piled up. And no, you, can't, you can't move your car. Well, Jimmy had to go... Uh, like do a wedding. You were like, what were you doing? You Ordain. were ordained. I had to go marry a couple people the next day and just go and come back. Yeah. But so let's say when people started building that camp, I told them, hey, I have to get my crowd tomorrow. And they said, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll make sure it happens. Cool. I trust them now. <laughs> so then, so the, the morning he has to leave, there's this, uh, a woman and, and a child, and they're like cooking breakfast. And Jimmy's don't make like, it sound hey, like a woman and child. Just well, a helpless, yeah. innocent yeah. woman yeah. and child. Yeah, with one it arm. Was. Yeah, and a cough. <laughs> yeah, no. She was out cooking breakfast, and Jimmy's like, hey, I got to go. And the next thing I know, like, she, he starts getting mad. And next thing I know, Jeff from The Expendables pops out of the tent. And then Jimmy just, Jimmy doesn't know who he is. And then so all of a sudden, they're just like, fucking screaming at each other and I'm like oh no oh, I'm ready to start so swing on everybody bad. this is bad this is so bad because Jimmy when Jimmy sees Red like he look at him the guy's like <laughs> he's like a bulldog and so it got a little uncomfortable so I had to like go and like pull Jimmy away I'm like dude fucking stop doing this like, I felt this lied is, to you yeah. know <laughs> I felt deceived so yeah. what there was just there was no one around to move the cars and stuff that you needed to get moved they just or? wouldn't no the lady goes it was just well you should have fucking oh. moved it yesterday and I'm all, you fucking took. Oh, and I just snapped. Oh, I was ready to yeah. beat up every, the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> and Drake. Oh. But, yeah. but Drake all, they the were day. all friends afterwards. They were all friends yeah. afterwards. By, um, by Sunday, it was all fine. Jimmy got another ride. But I was like, this is not fucking good. <laughs> That's good. I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. <laughs> Duddy, thank you so much for coming on the shit show. This has been fucking awesome. And we really appreciate you being on here, man. Dude, absolutely my pleasure, man. That was fun. Uh, nice talking to you guys. Absolutely. Uh, can you just let everybody know how they can listen to your podcast and all the things? Uh, yeah, I mean, on all socials, just you can go to Feeling Good with Duddy. That's at Feeling Good with Duddy, you know, for our Instagram and Facebook. Um, our YouTube is uh, also Feeling Good with Duddy. And then um, our website is fgwdpodcast.com. And you can listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. And then uh, for me personally, just all my stuff is at Duddy B. And what about the band? The band is same thing, at Dirty Heads for everything. Um, you know, really just go to dirtyheads.com and you can find all our stuff there. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, also, I'm going to give a quick little shout out. I do have a clothing line called Cutlass Brand. And if you go to Cutlass Brand at all times and put in code DuddyB at checkout, you will get 20% off your order. Fuck yeah. I have some Cutlass. MB gave me some of it. It's very nice. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Shit, we should have talked about that more. What is it? Uh, It's this, actually, I'm wearing right here. Uh, I've been doing... In the camera, I don't know which way to go. Uh, <laughs> there it is, yeah. I've been doing this uh, with my friend Dean uh, for coming up on four years now. Dean, you know, he's he's worked for a lot of amazing companies. He was the you know head designer over at Hurley for many years. He okay. started the company Atwater, and then um, you know now his new venture. He wanted to start a, another company, so me and him have been doing Cutlass for about four years now. And yeah, nice. it's fun. You know, it's starting to grow, and it's been a, it's been a good time. So yeah, Cutlassbrand.com. Fuck yeah! Shout out to Cutlass Brand. Hell yeah! yeah. Shout out Cutlass. <laughs> <laughs> Badass. Hell yeah, thank Yo, you. Mad love for coming on too, man. Man, absolutely my pleasure. And yeah, let's set up, you know, sometime soon. I'll get you guys on ours our, on our show as well. Cool. And tell Cheese that Jimmy G said what's up. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> That's cool shit. Thanks for listening to the shit show. Our intro music is by Miles to Nowhere. The song is called Skies. Check him out at Miles to Nowhere. That's at Miles to Nowhere. Shout out to our producer, Christopher McCone. You are the motherfucking man. Also, huge shout out to Yolly Bird, Top Shelf Cannabis. Check him out at yollybird.com. That's J-A-H-L-I-B-Y-R-D.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate all the things on iTunes, Spotify, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.